Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Grant Rollins. I'm Kevin Mosenzade. And this is Justin Robertson. Tonight's featured guest is Chris Hanberg, the Executive Director of Indie Pride, and Judy Epp from Spencer Pride, Treasurer and Chief Fundraiser. It's Pride season, so the queens here in Blooming Out Studio, with the help of LGBTQ Nation, came up with a list of ideas on how our listeners can support the LGBTQ community. The crew here at Blooming Out came up with five causes you should support during Pride season if you want to make a real difference. Pride is always a time when your community comes together against adversity to show just how strong we are. And this year, it's all the more important. While we are all celebrating, it's also key to consider how we can give back and support those in need within our community. There are a lot of really big organizations out there doing great work on behalf of the LGBTQ community, and their work is more important than ever in the face of so many challenges to our rights coming from the current administration. And beyond, all the big-name organizations are a lot of smaller causes that you should consider championing this Pride season. Number one, your local community center. Whether you live in a big city or a small town, an LGBTQ community center may be the first place you manage to connect with others. Many of these provide incredible local services, like health screenings, employment assistance, and social events for LGBTQ people of all ages and stripes. Yet many of these centers could use your help. Consider stepping up and volunteering for them and sharing some of your skills and knowledge to better your community. You'll feel better for having done it and may make some great new friends along the way. Of course, if volunteering isn't your speed, most nonprofit organizations run on tight or even non-existent budgets. So consider a donation to help them keep the lights on and the doors open for your local community. Number two, queer youth groups. Yes, yes, saying the children are our future sounds a little corny, but it's nonetheless true. It is vital that we look to the next generation and lend a hand, and what a better way to do that than supporting groups designed specifically for our LGBTQ youth. While, other, while queer youth groups cover similar grounds to various LGBTQ community centers, many of them cover larger areas and provide support and resources that specifically cater to younger members of the community, including scholarships, discussion groups, and other support services. Consider a generous donation to these groups and help build the future. Number three, film festivals. Film festivals are a great way to build awareness of LGBTQ issues and causes and give many people a chance to see stories they can personally relate to on the big screen. What's even more important is that that many also help to get LGBTQ films off the ground in the first place and provide support and resources for our filmmakers. These are great causes to support. Plus, 
you can support them and get a night at the theater for you and yours. Number four, homeless shelters. One of the scariest things we can deal with is homelessness, whether it is due to financial disadvantage, being kicked out by family, or any number of other issues. Compounding this, not every shelter is LGBTQ friendly, with many being especially difficult on transgender women in need. Thankfully, there are a growing number of advocacy groups focused on LGBTQ homelessness. Consider finding one in your area to donate your time and or money to this Pride season and help some in our community who may be most in need. And number five is Pride Organizations. <laughs> Pride is our annual time in the sun where we gather to reaffirm our rights to be out and about and fabulous. It's a great time not only to party and have fun, but in these uncertain times, our visibility and our strength in numbers is all the more vital. Behind every Pride is an organization putting it together and making it happen. And many of those rely on your donations to pay for permits and services to make the event run smoothly. Consider a donation before or during your local Pride event, or consider how you can be a part of the organization team behind your local Pride and give back with your time and your effort. We are living through challenging times, and organizations big and small could use your help this Pride season. Take a moment to consider ways you can help, and together we can improve things for us all. Yay. So welcome, everybody. We've got a full studio here today. Um, I thought we would kind of just kind of talk about our, our five topics here about, you know, giving back to the GBLTQ plus community on, you know, ways that, you know, a lot of people might not think that, you know, how can I give back to my community and what's available? So we made it easy for you. We gave you a list of five <laughs> um, op opportunities for people to get involved. Um, and that being Pride uh, season, um, I think this is a, a great time for people to get involved with Pride. Um, we got uh, Judy here from uh, Spencer Pride, and she's all excited to talk about, you know, what we're going to be uh, coming up very soon. So, Judy. So, on the five items that you said people should do for Pride Month, three of those would hit Spencer Pride if you want to give money to Spencer Pride. <laughs> we are the <laughs> smallest town in the country with an LGBT center. So you would be giving to an LGBT center. That's so exciting. We have a youth group yeah. that is growing by leaps and bounds. Wonderful. Um, so we're real excited about that. They meet by their choice every week. That's awesome. So they really they need that. And, um, and we are a pride organization putting on events. So three out of the five with right one there. check. It's right there. <laughs> there we go. And, and we good. don't want to leave out Indie Pride as well because you guys, no. you know, obviously touch a lot of different people. <laughs> well, well. Wait, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> wait, wait, what did I say? I got to be fine. <laughs> so, Chris. You know, I, I love the list, and Indie Pride could absolutely use your time, your money, your talent. But I was thinking, what are some other things that we might be able to do? And I'm thinking, you know, as Pride, and we think about the history of what Pride has meant, you know, go on Amazon and buy a rainbow flag and put that in your yard. That's something you can do for Pride, too. Uh, that's awesome. You know, when you go to a bar or a gathering of other LGBTQ people, Find someone you don't know and make a friend. If somebody's off by themselves and they don't look like they belong, reach out to them. You know, get outside of your social circle and and try to really extend that 
arm of friendship because we are a community. And I think that's mm -hmm. one thing that we see in India is that um, a lot of times our different communities are divided. And so mm -hmm. be intentional to, to reach out. And then give your money to Indie Pride. You guys can arrest them. And then when you're buying, when you're on Amazon buying the rainbow flag, use Amazon Smile and uh -huh. choose Spencer Pride as your donation. Unless you live in Indy. <laughs> <laughs> you can use <laughs> oh, so you're, you're both choices on Amazon.com. I know. It's That's like great. Sophie's choice. Right? There you go. <laughs> it's, it's like Sophie's choice. Sophie's yeah. Well, choice. can we go back and forth? I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. One okay. for you, two for me. We're going to bring it on. And then, of course, you know, it's, you know, with the homeless situation, Absolutely. you know, nationally and with the opiate you know, issue it touches everybody, and you know that's oh. and you know I was just driving through our little town, B Town, Bloomington today, and it just you know looking at you know all the homeless people that are around, and you know, and, and I did think about the you know the GB, GBLTQ community as well, and w w you know it's just like you know where you know these young kids. I mean, they come to Bloomington, and I mm -hmm. think there's probably you know just this this dark web of of you know of 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 things that are going on that we aren't aware of mm -hmm. and i think there's just, just so many opportunities out there that we can give back as a community and you don't have to look too far and you don't have to write a check it's you know volunteering and and you know coming out and and, and making a difference um you know is, is whatever what it's you all can about do, yeah right um so why don't we just start with yeah so let's take a moment to uh, introduce our special guest tonight um, and talk about how uh, our listeners can be a part of this year's Pride events. So again, we would like to welcome Chris Hanberg and Angie Martinez to our happy little family here at Blooming Out. Christopher Warren Hanberg grew up in Fortville, Indiana and received a Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Literature and Christian Ministry from Indiana Wesleyan University in 2001. Upon graduation, he began to work as a youth minister at the Anderson Church of the Brethren. After several, year, after several years of service, he left to pursue opportunities in the field of social service and became an IMPD advocate with the Julian Center. As a first responder to victims of domestic and sexual, of sexual violence, he began his career in the nonprofit sector. Additionally, Hamburg began teaching at Carmel High School, concurrent with his role at the Julian Center. While working as an advocate and teacher, he earned a teaching license and Master of Education degree from Indian Wesleyan University. In 2014, he accepted the role of Director of Programs at the Domestic Violence Network, where he engaged the community, built collaborative relationships, and built strategic partnerships to improve the response and prevention of domestic violence and sexual assault in central Indiana. Beginning in June 2007, Hamburg currently serves as the Executive Director of Indianapolis Pride, Inc., and we also would like to welcome Angie Martinez, who is the Festival Director of Indy Pride. And I would also like to give a special warm welcome to our returning guest, Judy Epp, Judy is retired from AT and T. Or Judy, yeah, Judy's retired from AT and T and lives in Owen County with her five doggies. She is mm -hmm. one of the founding or one of the founders of Spencer Pride. Judy was in services to make the event run smoothly. Consider a donation before or during your local Pride event, or consider how you can. Oh, that is not where I'm supposed to be on the <laughs> script. I went back a page. That's our grant. Oh, Keeping gosh. it live and real. Oh, okay. Wait, I think I got it. <laughs> 
really. <laughs> no. She's also the don't. original. I got it, I got it. She's also the original volunteer coordinator and held that position until recently. She is currently the treasurer and chief fundraiser. Thank you two for taking time out of your, or you three, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here tonight with he our fabulous God. team. Oh, God. And he just rolled out of bed. <laughs> he actually probably did, though. Yeah, he did. I, well, I was like texting you guys. It was a little nap. Parking maybe. the car. And those are air quotes right there. Um, they're here. The boys are here. At least he's pretty. The boys are there. <laughs> That's why he's here. Thank you. <laughs> That's why he's here. Because of guys for radio. That's right. So, Judy, we'll, we'll go back with you again. Because um, Judy's going to have to kind of head out a little earlier. Um, so we want to give She's her so some, popular. She's very mm. popular. She's got to get back to that big old town of Spain here. Yeah. Get things going on there. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, I'm excited because I'm going to actually, it's going to be my first Spencer Pride. Oh. Um, I have You're not been there. I am for a treat. Wait, when is I it? am a treat. When is the date? <laughs> the date train. is right. June 2nd. We are always That's the soon. first Saturday in June. Right. We kick off. Followed by Indie Pride. That's awesome. Okay. And so what, tell us a little bit about kind of the festivities that will be going sure. on. Well, our uh, theme this year is Remember the Past, Create the Future, Start Now. Right. Which is um, perfect, uh, being that this is the first festival now that we're in our new building that we've purchased along with the bank. So send money. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so we're in our new building now. So we're really excited um, um, about some of the events we've got going on. We're kind of switching things up a little bit. Now we have more vendors than we've ever had, which don't listen, Indie Pride. It, we're up <laughs> to 103. Wow. Um, wow. And um, so it, that's um, a couple more than we've had in the past. And we're not done yet. Um, we are having this year we always have a family fun area because yeah. we're family focused because right. that's our audience right um so we have like a slip and slide and a bounce house and um but this year we've added carnival games now one year you had a petting zoo i was very excited about that but yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's just <laughs> said he wanted we, it. You were like, i want to go to the petting <laughs> zoo. he said he would go if it was a petting zoo the petting zoo was okay but it, it, it wasn't that yeah it wasn't that great but well, we do have it? llamas Oh, uh, we go. do have a llama, oh, a, a vendor a actually a that comes and brings her llamas. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, so we have that, okay. and we kick off the festival with a pet parade. Uh huh. So no you kidding. will see. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so you will see dogs and pigs and goats and. Just what day is that? Do you know offhand? It's the. It's, the it's all in it's, the it's, same. It's day. all in one day. This is That's a one right. day. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's like the Monroe County Fair or something. One day event. No, no. Someday. One day event. So kicks off at 10 o'clock with the. Grant has his catch. <laughs> with the pepper. <laughs> <right. laughs> and so we have all kind of food vendors and again the carnivals is a new thing so you can play games win prizes um and then of course our retail store will be open uh unity which features handmade items by local artists and um another new thing this year we are having a um drag queen story time okay with uh pat yo weave from bloomington oh yes we love we'll her be there. what's pat's drag name Re I told you. Grant, what Grant has his caption. Uh, <laughs> where am I? So <laughs> that's <laughs> happening at 2 30 well, in was, the community center. Right. And um, she will be reading. We have several books to choose from, but I think the one she will be reading is the one that um, Stephen Colbert or 
Is it the rabbit one? Oh, the rabbit one. The The gay rabbit rabbit one. We were were just talking about that. Did we talk about that on the show or just in between breaks? So So tell us about the little little gay rabbit. We (laughs) have the book available in our store. Uh, uh, A volunteer donated it. So it's it's there. So you have one book. We have one copy of that. So you can't come there and buy the one book. No. You should auction it off. We don't have the book. Those books are to come in for people to come in and spend time in the library. You want to keep those books. Yes. We want to keep those books. We're trying to help you make money yeah auction the book so well we might just that. You should, oh, okay. honestly so the other thing speaking of auctions we have a raffle okay we always have raffles we have a lot of raffle items we've got an overnight at uh french lick uh with uh breakfast for two and a dinner certificate a hundred dollar dinner certificate so you won't find an overnight stay at french lick anywhere else because we have connections oh nice so, um, I guess we're coming up to our music break, and so we'll um, take a break here, and then we'll be back with you guys. Support for WFHB comes from Limestone Post, an independent magazine covering Bloomington and the surrounding areas, introducing their first print edition, an art magazine dedicated to local history and sense of place, with corresponding art show and release party at the Eiffel Gallery on June 1st from 6 to 9 p.m. More information online at limestonepost.com. Now back to Blooming Out. Welcome back, uh, Judy and Chris and Angie. Let's pick it up where we uh, left off, talking about the bunny book. Is that where we were? Yeah. Well, I was trying to talk about the drag queen story time, and um, things kind of got out of hand here. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's one of our events is drag queen story time. And I want to be sure and point out that this is the second year that we will actually have alcohol at our festival. Awesome. Cardinal Spirits oh, has a Even Pride better. Lounge. And so that's an area of our um, event that Cardinal Spirits um, operates. 
and that's the only place that alcohol is consumed. So you just go in there and stay, and you can see you get your a ribbon show. On, yeah. and so they check your ID once, um, and then they—it's their thing. Okay, I have so no you idea. Don't know you're out of so, it. Um, so yeah, we have that going on. And the thing that I want to be sure everybody knows: June second, ten o'clock. Everything is free, free all day entertainment, free walk around, free, free, free. And food. There are food vendors. Okay. So, yeah. The food is not free. Or yes. I want to just make that clear. Because I would go there and I would want my free food. And then if it wasn't Sorry. there. However, if you volunteer, <laughs> uh, if you volunteer for the day, yeah, I get free we food. will give you $5 to buy lunch. Oh, there we go. And we could donate it back. You can. Yes. There we go. Exactly. that would be the nice thing to do. And we are still looking for volunteers as well, if anybody's okay. interested. Well, we're going to have a booth there this year. Yeah, so I know. We'll, uh, I was speaking to your listeners yeah <laughs> a little you know shader. those people <laughs> yeah so that's going to be exciting i can't wait i'm, I'm all excited i'm going to bring some of my kids with me and they're yes. they're all excited about it i don't know maybe we'll even bring our puppy which okay. is like a 180 pound puppy there you go so for more information check our www.spencerpride.org okay. and we are on facebook on facebook there we go so um how about indie pride can you follow that up after Judy's? I think that's a tough act to follow. <laughs> um, so I'm a huge fan of Spencer Pride and all the great work you do down there. Have you been uh, down yet? I have, yes. So we can't. I can't go this year because we have an event the same day, okay. and so we've got to be there to run that. But, right. um, but yeah. So um, Indie Pride this year, we're really excited for the theme, which is Lift Up Local. And so our idea was to engage the local talent and make sure that – uh, we support them. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked really hard to make sure that our entertainment choices reflected our whole community to make sure that everyone felt like they saw themselves in the festival. Angie, our festival director, has been doing a great job. Oh. Well, Tell me a little it, bit more. It, it hasn't just been me. I mean, we have a whole festival committee, and uh, we, I'm truly honored to have uh, our executive director, uh, Chris, with us. It's his uh, second pride with Indie Pride, no, I guess. First. The first pride. As uh, an executive. executive director. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Executive director, and um, he's fantastic. So it's been a pleasure working with him. But we've been working really hard, um, and and you know going back to the five things that you guys pointed out, uh, supporting your queer LGBT community and your local artists and and all of uh, of them. And it's something that I'm really proud that we're doing this year. Uh, and we're not just doing it at festival day. Um, I know you know uh, Spencer Pride has like a day and they're doing everything and it's <coughs> fantastic. Um, in the big city up in Indianapolis, <laughs> we uh, we have a whole week of events um, as well as some events throughout uh, May. So we have also our events this weekend. Yeah, this weekend we have the Rainbow 5K, which is a 5K walk run. We have the Hoosier 250, which is a tricycle race behind the Metro and literally just turns into um, kind of a drunken mess uh, where people (laughs) ride around on tricycles and compete for. So where does this all start at? Uh, that starts at the tricycle race is behind the Metro in, on Park Avenue. The Rainbow 5K starts on Mass. So where do you go to sign up for these events? You can go to our events page at IndiePride.org and look under events. Um, the Rainbow 5K, you can still sign up. You can just Does show it cost up. money? It's $35 to run in it. It's nothing to – it is free to just hang just out. Just hang out. I mm. think that's uh, – Wait, is it $35 to walk? It is uh, $60 to walk. So, unfortunately. Because it takes more time. Right, it does. We've got to pay those cops to block off the streets. Right, right. 
one thing that I really wanted to highlight, because we have a lot of, like, you can check out our events, and they're great. Right. Uh, but for the first time, Indie Pride is hosting Deaf Pride. And I've done, you know, the Google research, and I can't find anywhere in the country that's doing a Deaf Pride. We have mm. a very strong and large LGBTQ Deaf community in central Indiana, and, and I think in larger Indiana. And they really wanted to have an event that was their own. So that's June 4th. It's a Monday night. It's mm -hmm. the Metro. They have like a bear deaf interpretive dance oh, wow. where it literally wow. it's a yeah he, he's pretty fantastic he actually won the bear competition in cincinnati last year uh for it so that's that's quite great thank you he's putting the microphone <laughs> like yeah. in my mouth <laughs> but uh that's great they also have like uh, asl uh, slam poetry and they'll have uh, deaf drag performers. Uh, so it's a, it's a really fantastic event. And a lot of our community, uh, our drag community and just community in general, are really invested in this event that um, they've had some ASL lessons going on uh -huh. so that people can learn and come to participate at the event. So it's, it's fantastic. And it's open to allies and the deaf community. Okay, so that's every, awesome. Everybody can come. So, and this is the first year? First year we've one. ever done it. Yeah. That's awesome. What a great idea. Yeah. I think yeah. that's wonderful. So, um, and then, so that that's on what day? That's Monday. So the Monday, so we're just starting. So we're just, well, <laughs> so we kicked off the week with Pet Pride, which I'm not going to mention because it's the same day as Spencer Pride, and that's okay, our mistake. Right, right. Bad on us. Uh, so um, you do have a petting zoo. We do. Well, in addition, <laughs> in addition to furbies? the event. Is it a furby? <laughs> furry. Furries. Not furbies. Not furbies. I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong generation. Not from pet. That's not it. Furries are not in Pet Pride. No, they no. can come in the tent, but, you know. No, these are oh like dogs God. and cats. These are, these are actual animals. Okay. <laughs> Literal creatures. I just want uh, <laughs> We have the community picnic. Uh, the next day, and then the drag Baton Rouge with an interfaith uh, religious service in the morning and a pride skate at night. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's a drag Baton Rouge? Oh, it is a softball game where drag queens compete oh. against somewhat reasonable players from our gay softball league. So... It's so so yeah, they're it's totally in drag and they're so well they're not in heels they're not in heels they're in like uh, drag based think league of their own okay drag show okay in yeah. 2018 not in the 40s. oh this should be fun yeah and <laughs> one of the things uh, that I love about this event the Baton Rouge is that it starts and kicks off with the picnic and you know uh, picnic in Indianapolis uh, or Pride in Indianapolis started as a picnic. So oh. it's kind of a staple for our week of events to have that. Uh, so it's great. So how long have you been doing Pride? Since, well, as an organization, we were founded mm -hmm. in 1995, like Solo okay. And then Pride in Indiana started in 1981. And it was a that dinner. Yeah, it was a dinner at the Essex Hotel, which used to be on the circle. And people mm -hmm. literally wore masks as they went into it because they were afraid mm -hmm. people would see them. Yeah. The next year they decided to have a picnic and that was in 82 and I, f I forget the name of the park but they had 500 people show up at the picnic wow. at a park which was absolutely amazing and then Great. each year it sort of grew and mm -hmm. became its own little community and then in the early 2000s is when we had our first pride parade and that was led by Gary Brackett who's the drag queen uh, Cadillac Barbie who we named the parade after oh. um, he's still alive but we okay. just decided <laughs> <laughs> we just decided that to name the parade soul. after be, to honor the, the hard work that he's done right. so right. we've gone through a lot of different iterations um, we moved festival grounds last year for the first time we're at historic military park at White River State Park as opposed to the American Legion Mall and I like it because there because there's a lot of shade and 
not just the mm-hmm. comments of the people, <laughs> but there's a lot of trees and it feels like a community picnic. Um, I feel like last year, though I wasn't part of the planning, I was certainly there helping to volunteer. And there were a couple of things that we made mistakes on. We had long lines to get in. Uh, people waited up to an hour to get into the festival. That's not going to happen mm-hmm. this year. We've hired a private company that's going to manage that gate. Uh, people waited in long lines for beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 11 bars on site as opposed to four from last year. Oh, wow. And hired a private Good company thinking. to take care of that. No, fe- no drink tickets. Um, and then overall, we really reconfigured the structure so that it doesn't feel so isolated. Um, we put the vendors all in one really good area so it flows naturally. We've got a lot of food selections. We have two stages. We have a family fun zone. We do have a petting zoo, but they're reptiles. So, oh, um, I'm kidding. They're not going to go. Well, they probably <laughs> I, will be. I'd go to that. They're bringing in snakes and reptiles, which I right. are they seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's like the wild. first first thing at the family fun. I think that's fabulous. Hey, I got to jump in for a second because um, <laughs> Judy, we only have like a minute and a half left, and I want to give you just a little more shout out. Uh, if there's anything that we want to kind of bring up again, the date, the time. Um, yes. If you don't remember anything else, come to Spencer on June 2nd. The festivities start at 10. We run until 5. Um, be there for the uh, pet parade and the drag queen story time. And check out all the other wonderful activities. We have like the raffle items. Again, French Lick Overnight. You won't find that anywhere else, including in uh, um, So French Lick Overnight uh, <laughs> raffle. Yeah, absolutely. And um, check out the other things. I'm supposed to mention our sponsors every time I talk. Okay. So sponsors are Walmart and Spencer, Bloomington, Linton, Bedford, Greencastle Distribution Center, Cook Group, Boston, IU Health Bloomington, French Lick Resort, Oliver Winery, Okay, those are the big ones. Um, and check out our Facebook page and spitzerpride.org. Awesome. And, and we just, send money. And we just got a <laughs> couple of more seconds left, but um, parking, is it just around the square? It's around the square. It, it's not that bad. It's a small town, really. Okay. So, so you park two blocks away, so you <coughs> walk two blocks. Okay. Well, well thank okay. you, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming okay. out. So yeah. don't thank touch you, that Judy. dial. Um, why we take a few minutes to go over some events from our community event calendar and listen to some music.
You're listening to Booming Out. Um, we just listened to uh, Burning in Heaven uh, by the Dancing Cigarettes. Okay, uh, looking over at the community calendar. Um, tonight, catch Ghastly Indiana as they have a tape release show with Yala Stockings and Spacer at the Blockhouse, and that's at 205 South College Avenue in the alley and downstairs from the back door. That's tonight at 8 p.m. Or... Um, you could catch Tune Yards tonight with My Brightest Diamond at the Bluebird, and that starts at 9 o'clock. And also, um, just to repeat those dates for Pride, um, Spencer Pride Festival 2018 is Saturday, June 2nd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and that's downtown Spencer, um, all ages, free admission, and free parking. And then Indie Pride Festival, that is all ages, and that it will be Saturday, June 9th, 2018, um, starts at 11 and goes until 11 p.m. Um, and that's general missions, $5, and that's at Military Park, which is 601 West New York Street. All right, um, with that, we'll take it back over to Blooming Out. Back to Blooming Out. We will continue with our featured guest tonight, Chris Hanberg, and the executive director of Any Pride, or who is the executive director <laughs> of Any <Indie> Pride? <laughs> and Angie Martinez, who is the festival director. Yes. <laughs> Didn't get that right. You are yeah. right. Slow down. <laughs> well, thank you. So we'll kind of pick up from where we left off, and where was that? <laughs> I think we were talking about how great Indie Pride is. That's what we were talking about. That's I think you were talking about. Reptiles, right? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Well, we have a family fun zone, and so we have a, you know, they'll bring in animals for the kids to play with, some yeah. of the snakes and bunnies and things like that. And we also have uh, a um, drag story. Uh, yeah, we're doing time the same thing. As well, uh, there, and it's an hour long. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> and not. It's, it's part of our entertainment. We have, you know, um, an interactive portion for the kids as well throughout the whole family zone. So it should be. So where's nice. like okay? So is the pride in the same place as where it was before? It's a military park again. Yeah, but we've kind of moved a lot of things around. Um, and di- one quadrant is the family fun zone, <laughs> and another quadrant is. The Indie Mojo stage, which is sort of like your EDM okay. dance. Rage. Rage. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, had, um, like, last year, do you have two or three stages? Last year we had what? three, and we, yeah. we pared down to two. Okay. Um, and then what we did was we put a lot of the local talent on the main stage this year because that was on our third stage, okay. the Bistro stage. Um, really in an effort to lift up our local community. Uh, I didn't. One of the things we talked about at the festival committee was we didn't see the need to spend tens of thousands of dollars to bring in a musical act that may not appeal to <coughs> many that may not have had a record for 20 years. Right. So. Because uh, you guys had some big acts um, over the, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, we, we've uh, had okay. some. Maybe some, big but to me. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you call big. Well, right. And what year you're talking about. Right. Um, but we, we have had some great entertainers in the past. Okay. Um, and I think that everyone has an expectation. They see New York City, right. they see Chicago, and they want Miley Cyrus, Lady right. Gaga, right. Troy Sivan. Right. Not name? happening. Yeah. 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 And, and <laughs> it, it was, it we almost had him. <laughs> we did, really? legit, oh, but wow. it didn't happen. And, and it was stories. it was really our, our our decision, you know, as a festival meeting and, and everything, to do this because you know uh, 
we need to support our communities, right? In in Indie mm-hmm. Pride is we are uh, an organization that wants to support our communities in all of the ways, always, right? So this is a great um, opportunity to do that, and we have great acts. We have great in throughout all of our events. We have great. Uh, we have Music Soul Tribe, who are are a spoken word soul rap hip hop oh, cool. style uh, in one of our events, which I'm extremely excited about that. Um, <laughs> but we also have like a uh, great, like we have from not just our, our from Indianapolis, but our regional and all the Midwest talents as well. So, you know, supporting local extents towards all of our artists. And one of the people we have, for example, we have Alice King, who toured with Rita Franklin. Oh, so, wow. like, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. Yeah, and we have, uh, like, Holly Petrie, who's a, a, a fan favorite for Indie Prize. She's doing the national anthem. We have, like, Audacity, uh, one of my favorites, and I've actually, I hate to admit this, I've actually traveled, like, groupie style <laughs> to go <laughs> see <them. Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> But they're called Esso Afro Jam, uh-huh. and uh, they are at several uh, festivals around the country, and they, I mean, their music is amazing, <laughs> right. not going to lie. So we have different um, of those, you know, uh, we have Moxie throughout the day, just events, and then our big reveal. Well, let, let uh, me, okay. Okay. Let, this Go. is my area. You can take it, you can take it. Take so it from here. <laughs> that's the daytime, and it's going to be great. That <laughs> Pride at Night is what I'm really excited about. We've got Aja from So RuPaul. what does Pride at Night, what time is that? So Pride at Night starts at 8. And so the festival mm-hmm. runs from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Okay. During the day, you come, you listen to the music, you drink, you eat. Maybe right. you take a nap under a tree. Right. Or mm-hmm. Fall in love for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm day. not sure. <laughs> but <laughs> to, the, to the next set. Right. You're promising a lot. That's okay. <laughs> uh, a big festival. <laughs> uh, and then at night, we have uh, Aja from RuPaul. We have Shea right. Coulee, Jaden Dior Fierce oh, wow. in Indie's Biggest Drag Show with a lot of local queens. Um, hosted by Candace Kane, who is from New York City, yeah. uh, and a fairly famous queen. I know who she is. Yeah, you know who she is. I do. Oh. Not personally, right? Or maybe personally. I don't personally know. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, after that, we have an EDM show by Coastal with Fire Dancers. It's the Indie Fire Collaborative, and so they'll be lighting things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> which, Wait, which what time is that? <laughs> that starts at 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, you got his attention. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Fire. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, um, like I'll be there all day, right? Because I'll be working in yeah. and everything. But honestly, I'm just so excited for several acts throughout the day. But uh, it's the biggest drag show in Indianapolis, in Indiana, actually, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Indiana. And it's going to be awesome seeing, you know, n- just uh, like the national known queens as well as our own local, local queens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we have rep- queen representatives from the b- all of the city- big cities in Indiana. We actually have one from... Um, here from Bloomington, a drag king from Bloomington. Um, his name, I may need a little help here. because Jamie I, Spangle. There you, you go, just, Jamie oh, Spangle. Oh, <laughs> Someone's got a follower. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And just can you imagine, I mean, I, I it was one of my favorite things. 
the drag show follow up by fire dancing it, like that's a yeah. spectacular way like yeah. if I could have fireworks going off from the Y River that will you we know we could set that up okay. we could get a sponsor <laughs> we could get a sponsor for that so tell there's, so there's a lot going on mm-hmm. how many volunteers does this take and we how, have how much planning and how much planning none at all yeah. um, <laughs> we have yeah. 650 volunteer spots open those are by shift okay so right now we have uh, about 400 of those still open wow and we're okay. hoping that people will yeah so like so what, 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 would, what would a volunteer need to do or you would, would just go have? to indiepride.org you would go to the festival part of the website and go to how do i get involved and okay so up. is it everything from it's everything from set up the days before during the day of we need people at the main gates wrangling the crowd we need people walking the perimeter uh, a lot of our volunteer stuff day of is customer service related so being around to answer questions for people, um, talking to sponsors and vendors and making sure that they're doing okay, making sure that things are flowing well. Um, that is some of our biggest needs that I can think of. Yeah, and, and just like, for example, having volunteers there to see because people drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> our, our event, right. we understand that. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people are dehydrated and, and you know, we, they go into alcohol poisoning. So as a volunteer, if you walk in the perimeter for security purposes, you know, you see something, say something kind of thing. So having those volunteers do that, I think it's great. How old do you need to be to be a volunteer? Any age. Okay. Any age can volunteer. We have jobs for everyone. Everybody. And also, uh, our festival is not free. I know Spencer was talking about that. I'm throwing shade now. <laughs> right. Let's throw some shade. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> our festival is $5. Is it, is it yeah. a donation? Oh, well, that's totally it, it, No, it's, it's at the door. Okay. So we have a lot of different ticket options. And I do want to put in perspective that the Minneapolis Pride costs $35 right. to wow. get into. Yes. So <laughs> we're, we're asking $5 to help put on this massive festival that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So... Please, and we have solidarity tickets available. So if sure. you uh, know someone that may not be able to afford that, okay. email Pride information, and it's on the website. Click there, send an email that goes directly to me. I'll get you some tickets. Also, a lot of our local community groups, uh, like Melanation, Brothers United, IYG, Damien Center, they all have free tickets. Okay. So um, where were we going with that? Just asking about oh. just kind of the volunteers and <laughs> yeah, and, and if you volunteer, also you, you get, get a free, free ticket. ticket. Okay. So if you're a volunteer, and we have several besides the day off, which I but honestly Spencer's offering five dollars for food. Are you guys doing that? Oh, we have food. <laughs> we have food options available. Some of them are five dollars, but we also have a couple of different ticket right. options too. We have a VIP experience, which is sponsored by Verizon. Okay. Where you get a private entrance, you don't have to wait in the big oh, line. You go to that. the VIP oh, the entrance. Queens oh. love that stuff, right? Right. And you <laughs> have a private lounge, private bar, Ooh. private restrooms, wow. and access to the main stage in front of everybody. Do you else. have like a license uh-huh. plate VIP tag? They to do wear, not have know. that. And no, they How just, much does that cost? That's fifty dollars. Oh, that's not only bad. Fifth, Say what? No, yeah, that he likes that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had me until the price. Oh, <laughs> fifty dollars is too much. We're in college. college. Well. Yeah, Grant's still one. In <laughs> <laughs> that that was some shade right there. <laughs> That's your last class. It's so my last class. Is, Sorry. Is, Okay. Oh, I just opened a new bottle of this. Anyways, yeah, that's, dude, <laughs> give me your fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely free. Um, so when um, I've gone to Pride, I didn't see it this year, but they had like tents where people would set up tents. Yeah, that. So we have that's called you, Tent City. You pay for it, right? You pay for that spot, and the you reason bring we, your own tent. you bring your own tent, but okay. you pay for the spot to set up your tent. And the reason okay. we did that is literally. 
people would get into fist fights over setting up their tents. Because they've been doing this for a long yeah. time. I wow. mean, this is a big yeah. tradition. Yeah. I, we didn't do it right this year out to the start uh, because in the past they've put up a, a map where you pick your spot based on how you paid. And I'm thinking, nah, you just go over to the go, go to the lawn and pick <laughs> right, a spot. Right. And the they backlash like that, that we have gotten has given me like an ulcer. They want to be really like, oh, because <laughs> it they, does. It has pretty. Like, they want. Mind. They want to set up their their tents. So we have gone back to the drawing board. We have digitally recreated it, and I'm hoping Monday or Tuesday we'll have that back. And if you've already bought your tent city ticket, you will get first service to that. I'm personally managing the whole process because. The complaints. And then you might be referring to the cabanas, which are things that we set up and that it's a private area for you and your friends. There's only 27 of those, and those are sold out. Okay. So, oh. so, have to, yeah. um, so it's time to take another music break. So don't touch that dial. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Blooming Out. You've been listening to Bad Bad Boy by the Dancing Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. Bad bad bad, bad boy. boy. Which goes great with pride. Um, <laughs> late night festivities. So I have a question. Are there local bars that are going to be collabing with Indie Pride or just like, you know, Teeny and Metro, those type of places? Yeah, so... Um, Th- Maybe we can't actually talk. We can't promote. But no, you can, like, mention. Oh, yeah. Mention. I mean, th- I think a lot of bars are doing Pride events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro is going to host Deaf Pride on Monday. The Tube Factory is going to host Trans Glam on Wednesday, which is our trans prom, which is going to be awesome. Oh, that'll be fun. I'm the so Vogue, excited. That's so, so what, what's that about? It is literally, uh, is it an 80s theme? It's kind of 80s theme prom. Yeah. Uh, It's like a trans John Hughes movie. Okay. okay. So, um, (laughs) yeah, and you can check out all all of our events are not only on our website, indiepride.org, but also on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, there's very interactive in the trans glam. It's going to be glamorous. And if you are trans and you want to uh, dress up but can't afford it, there is a local community shop that is giving away prom dresses for the evening, renting them out. So how do they find these? Find that on Facebook. Okay. Go to the event, and then the information is in the description. And then how about – I just kind of want to get into kind of the community stuff. Yeah. Um, how, how, how is the community with the, the pride? I mean, just, just – general well i would say we've had a rough couple of years yeah, um, because really? yeah tell us oh yeah tell us the yeah, gossip get, get <laughs> <laughs> um i think that there were a lot of changes that were done very quickly and maybe the communication from some of the leadership was not the best 
Um, and I, you know, say that as part of the organization. And we've worked really hard to listen to our community, to hear their concerns, and really build bridges. And I think that the board that came on in 2017 has done a really good job of listening and responding to uh, some of our critiques. I mean, it's our community. And so there's always going to be someone that isn't happy. But uh, to really take uh, pride seriously. Right. Uh, and I think the reason that there's so many opinions and there's so much criticism is because it is personal to all of us for a lot of different reasons. Right. And I think that's a good time to kind of bring that up. Is like, well, what is, you know, how pride started and what it means? Because it is. It's, there's a lot of fun and an opportunity for people to relax and just kind of be themselves. But, you know, talking kind of on the political side of where where did it develop and, and how mm. did we get to kind of from one point to this point? Well, you know, pride started as a protest, right? Uh, and it was uh, it was a protest, and, and keeping into that, you know, we have to keep we celebrate pride. And in one of the conversations I first had with Chris when we were talking about, you know, me joining in as festival director and stuff, was um, I wanted to have everyone and ev- everyone that came to any of our events to feel their pride. Now, pride is different for everyone. Pride right. means right. something to me, to you, to to yeah. everyone. So coming to our events, I want you to feel that pride, you know, whether that means as going back to the conversation that Chris said, buying a flag and hanging it mm-hmm. or just literally coming to your first pride or to even not even if you're not don't feel comfortable coming <clears throat> to the festival. Maybe you feel comfortable just going to the bar and supporting one of them or coming to the 5K. You know, everybody mm-hmm. runs. Maybe not me, but, you know, so so into keeping that uh, also holding the organization accountable. Our community does that. Sometimes it's really harsh to listen to that <laughs> as, as a person that, you know, uh, we donate a lot of our time into working this. You know, it's mm-hmm. literally, um, I don't know how previous boards have done it without having a staff member. And Chris is heaven sent. I keep saying that oh. because mm. he's our, our first, you know, the first Brian employee. But honestly, he's doing so much more than what's in his job title. Uh-huh. Um so having that, it's it's exciting, and I know that the community will have great things to say and bad things to say, but it's exciting to have that, to, to be able to show that pride and protest. And, you know, if you don't like something, you're going to have something to say. So we'll listen. the parade itself, is, yeah. a, is there spots in there where people are going to be, you know, political on it? And I, we have people that, that have political agendas in the parade, absolutely. And you and guys are okay with that part absolutely. of it? Absolutely. Well, it, so. as long as they fit with our community. Right. You know, right, we're, right, we're not going right. to let Nazis. Right. So they're uh, vetted. They are. Yeah. As, as best as we can. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. they sneak in. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've actually been tipped off to a couple of vendors that potentially we're trying to sneak in and so we've had to like make contact with them and stuff like that right um i i think that for me pride is about celebrating how far we've come and honoring all of those people that worked their tails off and endured the abuse and the intolerance and all of the stuff that we don't see so overtly today right um Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, with just especially what's going on with this administration and kind of the the feels that what's that what's going on just, you know, in America right now, I think pride is so important to, for people, you know, to come together and be able to be a community. Because I think we got away from that for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. People started feeling a little more relaxed and figuring, hey, we got this one. And, you know, we're finding out that there's still a lot of haters out there and there's still a lot of things that we need to. And I would say as a cis white man, like 
uh, who's gay, uh, it's really important for us to support those communities that are being attacked right. overtly by. Right. Thank you. I was about people. to mention that. So you know, uh, <laughs> you know, our trans community, right. uh, communities of color, those that are <coughs> undocumented, are being targeted, uh, and they're being uh, those that would persecute them are being emboldened by things that we're hearing from our political leaders. And so, it's our job to listen and to lift up their voices and to help shoulder some of that burden for them. And so, you know. Gay marriage is here, and that's fantastic, but we've got a lot of work to do for the rest of our community. Right, and and some of the, th- the vendors that will be there, you'll have, like, adoption um, yeah. and foster care. My husband's in the studio. We're going through foster care oh, awesome. classes right now. Okay. How are you? Yeah. Great. Well, good for you. There'll be a little baby hamburger sometime. Oh, yes, <laughs> little baby hamburger. Yeah, little, little baby. Watch out. Well, I started with, uh, you know, I have eight. Yeah, little things running around. Oh, oh my yeah, God. you'll end up like him. Yeah, don't 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 drink don't drink after me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous time. Um, so yeah, so I think that you know uh, that people sometimes forget what the whole point of pride and why it started, and mm-hmm. and of course it should be fun and an opportunity for people to kind of just be who they want to be. Um, but understanding kind of the history, and I think that has got lost a little bit. And also, Pride is also a place, especially like in our festival, I want to make sure that, you know, we want to make sure that you feel you are able to celebrate, but also feel safe in Mm -hmm. all of the ways, right? right? Um, And and you're able to be you. Show up, be you, show your pride. Be safe. This is a place where, you know, no judgment. Maybe a little because it can be very judgmental. Everyone's like watching you. It's like a red carpet. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Hmm. But it's cool. It's no, cool. it's yeah. the best red carpet. Uh, but that and, 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 you know, we're, we're taking that into our hands, you know, right. to make sure that we have that. Um, you know, we also partner with the Julian Center mm-hmm. um, and IMPD. Uh, we have like a, a sexual harassment train. Uh, training video take it from here okay. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say some of the wrong things so. yeah that's all right so i worked in sexual assault and domestic violence stuff for years uh we're working with this group to do sexual assault prevention strategies for our volunteers and for our staff members uh, we'll have signage on in all the bars in all the restrooms and then staff and volunteers um, are requested to watch a video that we created about some of the warning signs and what to do and that's the biggest thing when you see somebody that is maybe a little too tipsy uh, to make a consensual decision and they're being sort of coerced to, to have the tools to be able to step in and intervene. And that doesn't mean making a big scene. It could be something as simple as, hey, why don't you come with me or let's get you some water or talking to uh, someone who's in charge. We'll have lots of security there um, because sexual assault plagues our community uh, at almost two to three times higher rates than it does the se- heterosexual system wow. community. Right. And consent is the thing, right? So right. let's make sure that... We, we know that. That's a wonderful <laughs> idea. Thank so, you for doing that. Hey. <laughs> and, ha- you know, and, and I'm going to kind of jump back a little bit. Um, protest. You know, I, I didn't really see any last year that I saw. Maybe you guys did a good job of. That's not true. They were kind of off in the corner. Sure. Um, do you have any, especially, you know, I don't know. With You know, that was like kind of our first year with Trump, right? So it just seemed like they were a little more outspoken than maybe I've seen in the years before. But it was a small group. It was not a large group, right. at least from what I saw. So, you know, is that any concern this year? You I know, mean, to me, I don't see it as, as a concern. And, and this is the reason why. Okay. Right? Free speech is a thing, and people are going to protest. Right. And mm-hmm. we want, 
you know, we want our people to feel safe. So we've actually sort of designated our spot okay. and we've worked with our security team so that if that happens, they have a, a place where they can, you know, protest and, and do their own thing while still not interacting, interrupting and interacting with our festival goers that are there to be happy and in a happy place, right? Right. It's a brilliant well, idea. Yeah, I mean, it's smart, yeah. but I could just see a lot of hurt feelings by even offering that. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I think that's how you control but crowds. But there is free Speech, right, but you know, I think, I mean, you know... But we want to protect that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things... Right. You know, <laughs> 10, 15 years right. ago, 10, 15 years ago during the right. Bush years and before, that would have been a bigger crowd. Um, so let the half dozen people come out and tell us we're going to hell and... Right. We're going to go... Really good we're idea. We're going to go celebrate Pride. You know what? It's sort of, <laughs> though, I mean... Sort of takes something from them, though, right? <laughs> which I think is kind of great. It's kind of like, yeah, sure, go ahead, you know. And it, it sort of makes it a little bit hollow. And our for community, them. sorry, our but. community is great of like counter protesting, like you know. At, at times, and I don't know if you've seen it online, do you have like the men's choir sometimes singing over the protesters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you have yeah, people like was... literally just letting them scream, you know, mm-hmm. we hate the gays or whatever, or you're going to hell, and people like start making out in front of them. So That's what I'll be know? doing. <laughs> I'm if I can find someone. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Thank you. He's pretty, guys. He's, He's pretty. <laughs> and, and what's the date? June 9th. Okay. And tickets are available now on our website, our Facebook page, and... Anywhere where tickets are sold on Ticketfly. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate you guys coming down and making the drive from yes. Indianapolis to our metropolitan city, Bloomington, um, and, and, and being here. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. And getting to get yeah. know you guys. Um, so uh, I thank you, thank you, thank you to you guys. Additional thank you to all of our listeners and volunteers who make this possible. Blooming Out is produced by Frankie Presloff. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Kevin Mosenzade. I'm Grant Rollins. And I'm Frankie Presley from our Blooming Out family, wishing you all a good evening. You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is bloomingout at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening. I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. Gotta stand up and I gotta be proud.